0: You know, out of my podcast, there's this certain skill that I have yet to talk about that I know I have in the agenda of this podcast that I'm really excited to talk about because it is amazing. It's for real. This trait that I'm going to talk about, I'm going to give you a couple ways to be really good at this trait. And this trait can literally take you to so many positive levels in your life. It will make you more successful at your job. It'll make you have a way better relationship, even if yours is already good. It'll allow you to talk to your parents in a certain way, your family. It'll allow you to put a boundary within yourself and the negative people so you can hold that door shut in front of their face because you're living an extraordinary life. You're here. You're now. You're listening to this podcast. You've invested in personal development. Your mindset is exactly what you need to be successful in your life. We're going to talk about a couple ways to start to communicate effectively. And by communicating effectively, you take away the uncertain moments where you might say something that you don't actually mean. So let's get into this. This is Jonathan Gilardi. Welcome to another episode of The Life of Becoming You, where we fire past your personal and professional limited beliefs, and we forge an A-game you and advance you. are ready to take on the world you. A you that walks out your door, plants your feet on the ground, you stand straight up, chest out, head high, and you walk down the street. You walk with pride. You walk with your unique self. You bring your unique self into the world. You enjoy it. You wake up knowing that it's going to be a joyful day because you have another chance to live in the body of you. God, you know, the world, the universe, Allah, whatever it is that you prefer, has given you another day to be you, to communicate with yourself, to give yourself fully, wholeheartedly, holistically to the world. And that is something to be grateful for and something to give back to that gratitude is to communicate your authentic self to the world. But see, we're rated by judgments and negativity. We don't think we're enough, so we hold back. Bullshit, that is not true. You are enough, you're amazing, you're authentically yourself. And it's time that we make sure that we raise the statistics to communicate effectively how we genuinely feel in all situations in life so that we can better our lives, that we can move towards the right things in our life, that we cannot hurt people's feelings for absolutely no reason, because we say stuff that we didn't mean. Communication is absolutely everything. And before we get into this, I'm gonna leave you with a quote. It's not the words that people say that you remember. It's how those words make you feel. It's those emotions, that's what you remember. When you get into an argument with your boss and you come back a day later, you may remember a couple of the things that he said, but that's on the surface, that's your conscious. But in the unconscious area, what's really going on is that you were hurt. You felt judged, you felt rejected. You felt like they didn't appreciate you. You felt unimportant. And you walk in with that feeling and it's awkward. And a lot of this has to do with because you didn't communicate effectively. Maybe you held back in that argument. Maybe you didn't say exactly how you feel because you didn't want to hurt your boss's feelings. But you know, we got one life to live. Risk-taking is one of the most powerful yet forward-moving things that you can do in your life. So to communicate effectively is critical to every area of your life. So neuroscience has proved that when something initially... (coughs) Wow, excuse me, I'm getting all choked up here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh God, you ever just choke on nothing? You're just walking through your day, you just decide to just choke and you're asking your body like, what are you even choking on? <laughs> well, that just happened to me. So communicating effectively, neuroscience has proved that the first five minutes after something initially, reha- after something initially happened is a very critical stage in your development. Now, we will start to react towards something, but it's because that we have chemicals pumped in our system. We have emotions flying through our mind. Our mind is chattering because something just happened. And we start to just say things out of anger, out of jealousy, out of unacceptance, out of ignorance, all these negative emotions. So, What it's proved is that if you can hold out for the first five minutes, you'll communicate more effectively. Now, of course, that's very difficult. Let's say you're in an argument. You can't just say, hold on, let me just wait five minutes. As you just sit here, let's just cool down and then we'll talk. Sometimes you're in a high speed race, right? You don't have five minutes. So what can you do to make the situation a little better? First thing. If you know the situation's happening, you need to take some breaths before that. And you need to back those breaths up with some positive affirmations. You need to tell yourself, a lot of times if we're going into a situation that we know is gonna be very uncomfortable, very negative, what we do is we start to plan out the outcome already. Oh, this isn't gonna work out correctly. Oh, they're gonna get so mad at me. Oh, this is gonna be so uncomfortable, I hate this. Right? You start to go on this rabbit hole of thoughts. What we need to do is say, hey, maybe this will work out okay. And you need to start thinking of a positive outcome. Like, how could this go well? How could this talk go well? How could this talk not only benefit me, <clears throat> but also benefit the other party member? You following me? In marketing, you don't just get people to buy your product. You give them right you don't just partner up with a guy in your business because they're gonna give you everything you give back to them a lot of times when we're going in an argument we have our point of view or a discussion I should say we have our point of view how we feel what we're trying to get to the other person what we're trying to make them understand yet we don't go in their shoes and to think how they feel how they are viewing and what benefits they want and if you can figure out what benefits they want You can find a way to make that compromise that everyone's happy. Now, this is not about giving in. This is about standing taller than the many, many millions of people that can't control their mind well enough to say, hey, I don't need to be right. I don't need to be in the right. I want to come up with a way that we can work together as a team. Because you're in this world, I'm in this world, we both have our missions, and we both have to respect our missions, and we have to find a way to work together so that we can come up with an outcome. We're going to sit still, we're going to breathe, we're going to talk about things, and even if they get lit, even if they get mad, even if they get in your face, that's on them. They're filling themselves with stress. You don't have. To do anything of that. You can stay calm. You can control your own emotions. You can allow yourself to be calm because you know positively in your mind that this is going to work out. Even if it doesn't in that moment. And you'll deal with that at the end. So to take some breaths and to have some positive Ideas of, of what they're looking for, what you're looking for, and to say, hey, you know what? This is going to work out. We're, in a, we're wired for negativity, but we're also wired for positivity. We, unfortunately, are just surrounded by a lot of negativity in this world right now. And that's partly because social media fuels with violent videos and, and negativity. And unfortunately, we can't escape that. So our brains are seeing negative, 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 negative. Our brains are building the plasticity of negative, 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 negative. But you don't have to fall into that. Because in the end, you control your mind. You control your point of view. You control what you're going to say and what you're going to think. And that is internal power. That is a power that's unmistaken. And that's where you got to get to in your mind. Right? The other thing about communication is that you want to communicate on an emotional level you want to connect with them this also has to do with creating influence you don't just want to go in and say hey you did this you did this you did this and i think that's wrong you want to start off a very specific way you want to reach into both parties if you're sitting down with your girlfriend and you feel like your girlfriend or your boyfriend and you feel like the other party member has been very angry lately has been very mad lately And it's been affecting your levels. It's not about pointing that out. It's about saying, we have awesome history together. We love each other. We want the best for each other. And that's why I'm having this talk. It's relaying your objective in in the very beginning phase and saying, I want to work together. It's setting the tone for a compromise. It's setting the tone for such a positive talk And that will be something that starts it off right. A lot of the times, if we don't start off a talk in the absolute right way, then it gets very wavy. You can't predict where it's going to go. And because you can't predict where it's going to go, a lot of times it could go negative. So having that basis, connecting on an emotional positive level with the other people in this talk, or whoever you're communicating with, is a really awesome first way to start it out because it sets a tone that you're here to work together, that you're here to take away the ego of I'm right, you're wrong, and let's find a way to work together to come up with a solution that makes us all happy. Right? The other tip that I have for you, so right now we talked about breathing, we talked about thinking about the outcome in a positive way and connecting to both sides, right? We talked about starting it off right. And the other technique that I want to give you is your tone of voice. Right. So if you've ever studied coaching, some of the best coaches in the world match the tone of their clients. And it's not about mimicking. It's not about trying to create some similarity between the two people. It's about if you're a very introvert person. Right. And you go into a room and there's two people in a room. Right and they're like hey what's going on how are you shaking your hand and that's your tone you're very like quiet you're low and you're like hey i'm good how are you and it goes so what's new and blah 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 and they talk to you they have a certain tone that's vibe with you but if you walk into a room and you're a quiet introvert and they go hey what's up oh my god and they're jumping around they give you a hug you're gonna be like whoa like you're gonna close off right maybe they'll break you through Maybe that's absolutely possible, but for the majority of the situations, you're going to close off because you're going to be like, wow, this is really overwhelming for me, right? Now, I won't get into this, but I do honestly believe you should never label yourself as an introvert and an extrovert. I think that we're all both. There's situations where you're an extrovert, probably drunk if you're an introvert. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. But there are situations where you're an extrovert and there's situations where you're an introvert, Right? But it is why some people turn to, turn to outside influences like alcohol and drugs because they, it makes them feel something different than what they're normally feeling. I am no way, absolutely, in any way suggesting that that should happen because you got to be able to take control of your mind and your body without substances, correct? But for that example, what I am proving is that don't label yourself as an introvert or an extrovert because you are both in different situations. But for this, if you do go into a room and you're quiet, you're introvert, right? You're to yourself and everyone's jumping around, you're going to close off. It's too much. It's overwhelming. You're not like that. You feel a separation from human to human. And that's one of the worst feelings is feeling separated. Am I right? You bet. So allowing yourself to match the tone of them. If you walk into a boss's office and you go stand there and you say, I have to talk about something that really means something to me and you just start talking, right? They're gonna get defensive and they're gonna be like, whoa, what the fuck? But if you go in there and if you're nervous and actually this will happen, I'll give you a little story after this which will explain that more. If you go in And actually, the story will illustrate this more. I had a situation years ago where I had to talk to a boss. Um, Some people in, in this job I was working for, they were being mistreated. And they were being mistreated by a manager. And this manager was just doing things that were wrong. And they were in a different section of mine, so I didn't really see what was going on. But I knew a little bit of it. Never thought it was right. And then one day I had to work in that section. Again, this was many years ago. And I seen some of the people that I adored, some of the good hearted people there. They were beat. They were drawn down. They were stressed. They were some of the most positive people, always smiling, always saying hi to everybody, yet they were beat. They were broken down. They were tired. And when talking to them, they told me that this stuff happens all the time. It wasn't just a once in a, once in a lifetime or, one, you know, here and there it happens. Because you know what? Everybody has bad days. You know, it's not okay to treat people wrong. But if you have a bad day, you got you to forgive yourself and just try to make sure that doesn't happen again. Notice it next time. But this was happening all the time. And I told them, you need to talk to the higher ups. You need to voice yourself. Your voice is powerful. You need to communicate this and they were stuck in fear fear of the reproductions fear of drama fear of negativity coming their way and i said well what about you you're stuck in all the fears but you're going to come to this job every single day hurt broken down stressed angry what about your own emotions Are you okay with allowing all that negative emotions to be sitting in yourself every single day, making yourself sick, not enjoying coming to work, going to work? What if you voiced this out and it fixed it? What about that? But see, the thing is, as we think about situations, we think about the negative all the time, what we're going to lose, what we're going to, what's going to hurt us, what kind of drama is going to come our way. So the next day I went home and I thought about that and I said, you know what? I'm going to speak to them. I'm going to, I'm going to, Raise my voice, but I didn't really know if it was my place because I'm never in that area, I'm never working that, that area, so I thought about it and I said, ah, you know what, maybe it's not my place, you know, maybe this is the lesson for them, maybe they need to, to speak up for themselves and they need to find that vibe with themselves, so I decided to, to back off, but I was back and forth, I was flip-flopping all over, flip-flopper over here, right, <laughs> and I came to work the next day and something happened. I saw the girl who I was with yesterday and she was still broken down about it, down, stressed. She's like, I work with this guy every day. He treats us wrong every day. He avoids a bunch of work every day. We're stressed, we're tired. She was just broken down. I said, this is enough. This is enough. And I decided to make the choice that if no one's gonna speak up, I'm gonna speak up because I think it's the right thing to do for this situation. So I went downstairs, walked into that office with the higher-ups. And this is how I started it. And this is what I mean by matching their tone. Is I walked in, did I plan any of this? No. Was I studying personal development at that time? Absolutely. Did I know about tone of voice? Yes. I walked in, I said, Do you have a minute? Can I have a minute of your time? Higher-up said yes. I pulled up a chair, sat down, crossed my legs. And I said, and I was nervous. I noticed I was nervous. I was, my, I had shortness of breath. I wasn't like um, perspiring or anything, but I was shortness of breath. And I wasn't sure if I was doing the right thing or not, but that's what the risk was. But I had the objective to make people's lives better. So I sat down, I crossed my leg and I said, and I admitted to him, I said, I am really nervous right now but I feel obligated to bring what I know to you because I know that you care about your staff. This guy genuinely did. He's a really good guy. He's a great higher up and he cared about his employees and his staff and everybody that worked in that company. So the, I already knew the side of him that would appreciate it. And so I already thought about a positive outcome, right? And I already put myself lowered to the tone of voice and then I connected with him on how we can both benefit from this now really me I actually didn't benefit from that at all well other than making people happy and that's that's the benefit I was looking for but I'm never in that section it doesn't matter and blah 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 so I told them I said you handle this the way you want but I need to communicate that people are being treated wrong there's ladies being disrespected there's men working to the bone when someone else isn't helping because they're taking advantage of their title And they're treating people wrong because they think they're higher up than everybody else but they're not because when it comes to respect when it comes to decency and when it comes to work ethic we're all the same and this situation turned out to be a positive thing in my life and yes did i overthink it for the next hour or two absolutely but i always knew in my heart it was the right thing to do and that created a whirlwind of cycle that eventually healed a lot of people and it changed a lot of people's work environment now when that person found out, was he mad? Yes, of course. But you know what I said? Don't blame the communicator. You know what you're doing, you know what actions, you know what you're, how you're treating people. The only person you could blame is yourself for this. But if I walked into that room, started flipping up because they also had a very good connection, that higher up and that specific manager had a very tight connection really tight. And that's where the the nervousness came from is the fact that I'm putting down someone that you're close to. Right? But all this risk aside, it worked out to be a positive thing, but if I came in didn't bring that tone, just came in pissed off flipping out, it would have been a whole different talk. So communication is so vitally important for you. It's so vitally important to, if you're experiencing negative emotions, if you're experiencing anger and sadness, and you're experiencing things that are negative, and you're in the midst of a talk, it may be appropriate to say, I need a couple minutes to rethink my thoughts and take a breath. And if you can't do that, just be honest with them. Say, hey, I'm feeling a lot of emotions, but I want to work this out in a, in a very positive way together. And that will effectively change your communication even if you can't get the negative emotions out of you it'll give a vibe that you're here for a partnership and then again that'll advance your advance your life advance your talks and it'll also show people that you're an honest person it'll set the tone that you're not here for bullshit you're here because you want to you want things to be working out in a positive way you want things to be a better outcome you want yourself and everybody around you to be happy and that's what this is about so communication is key. I got a lot more tips on communication. You can uh, pick up some of my courses. I have a course on achievement. I have a course on how to create long-term happiness, a couple of mind hacks for you. So I get into deeper stuff with this, but these are powerful techniques that you can apply instantly today to start to change your day and change your life, my friend. So I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I ask you if you can share this with a couple of friends right now, if you can rate it on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, give me a star and a rating. I read every single one of them and uh, it'll really help get, get my community going, get my, you know, spread my word. And I would really appreciate that. If you gain something from this podcast, please do me that favor. And if anything, uh, take a snapshot, uh, post it on social media, tag at Jonathan Gilardi on Instagram. I would highly, highly appreciate that. I will respond back to you. You better believe that, my friend. <laughs> and I uh, thank you for being part of this community. I'll see you on the next episode, my friend. Take care.